This is The Space Shot, episode 331 for April 10th, 2018. Commercial Space Roundup. I'm John Molnix. I've had a busy podcasting schedule the past week, and there's some commercial news I haven't had a chance to talk about until now. The first piece of news is that on April 5th, 2018, Virgin Galactic performed the first rocket-powered flight of Spaceship 2, the VSS Unity. At 8.02 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time, VSS Unity and VMS Eve, the White Knight 2 carrier aircraft, took off on what became the first powered flight test since the VSS Enterprise was lost in an accident in October of 2014. The White Knight carrier aircraft took VSS Unity to 46,500 feet and then released the spacecraft. Seconds later, Unity's rocket motor was lit by test pilots Mark Forger Stuckey and Dave Mackay. The pilots angled the spacecraft into a, quote, 80-degree climb, accelerating to Mach 1.87 during the 30 seconds of rocket burn. Unity ultimately reached 84,271 feet, way up there, but not quite in space. VSS Unity returned to where it took off, gliding back over the Mojave for a runway landing. Virgin Galactic hopes to launch people on suborbital flights here soon, hopefully by the end of this year. Virgin Galactic has been shooting for commercial flights for a while now, and it's looking like the company may get back on track now after the VSS Enterprise incident in 2014. Godspeed to Virgin Galactic as they push forward with their commercial flights. Boeing and SpaceX have been busy testing components and systems for their new commercial crew spacecraft. It was announced a few days ago that Boeing's Starliner may be carrying a third crew member on its maiden crewed flight to the International Space Station. Quote, the change includes the ability to extend Boeing's CFT from roughly two weeks up to six months, as well as the training and mission support for a third crew member. Cargo capabilities for the uncrewed and crewed flight tests were also identified. Exact details of how to best take advantage of the contract modification are under evaluation, but the changes could allow for additional microgravity research, maintenance, and other activities while Starliner is docked to the station. Adding a third crew member on Boeing's flight test could offer NASA an additional opportunity to ensure continued U.S. access to the orbital laboratory. That was from a NASA article I'll be linking to in the show notes, so be sure to check it out. I think it makes sense to fully utilize this first flight, and I'm excited to see what developments will come out of this news. Both Boeing and SpaceX have also been working on testing the parachutes for their respective spacecraft. I'm linking to an article in the show notes that has some cool pictures from these tests. Testing the reliability of the parachute system with drogue and main parachute failures is critical. This simulates off-nominal situations that a returning spacecraft may experience during the final stages of entry, descent, and landing. Hopefully these landings are always nominal, but on the off chance something goes wrong, there are procedures in place to help ensure crew safety and mission success. Uncrewed tests start later this fall, with crewed missions taking place later in the year. Here's to hoping that the schedules for both companies stay on track and that they don't slip into 2019. 
Now, for a bit of history. CRS-8 launched on April 8, 2016, carrying supplies and the BEAM module to the International Space Station. This launch is notable because the Falcon 9 first stage was brought back to Earth for the first successful landing on Of Course I Still Love You, the autonomous drone ship that operates in the Atlantic Ocean. I remember watching this mission and seeing the incredible footage of the Falcon sticking the landing on Of Course I Still Love You. I still get chills watching this footage, even though this landing was two years ago now at this point. Landing on a drone ship is an important part of SpaceX's plans for future missions, since not all launch vehicles are able to return to land at the Cape. Tomorrow, Apollo 13. Since you're here, and I've got your ear, give me 30 seconds of your time. I'd be incredibly grateful if you could share the podcast with your friends and family. Tag one of them and let them know about your favorite episode. I'd also really appreciate it if you could venture into the Apple Podcasts app or your podcast app of choice and leave a review for The Space Shot. A steady stream of reviews helps ensure The Space Shot is more visible in the Apple Podcasts app. As always, the show notes have more information on today's episode. You can hit me up on Instagram and Twitter. Find me at John Molnix. I'm always up to chat. You can also connect with me on Facebook. Just search The Space Shot or check out the links in the show notes and you'll find me. I'm John Molnix and I'll catch you on the flip side. <laughs>